It's August 19th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Deanwright. Your morning intel starts now. Welcome to a special edition of the PDB this morning. Another Big Five update this week. Five critical updates on stories we've covered previously that are shaping America and the world. First, the U.S. Department of Defense left behind a lot of military equipment in Afghanistan, but how much? Well, I've got some new numbers. Second, our battle for the South Pacific got a little harder yesterday. China inked a big deal with a very small island. I'll explain. Third, the situation in Cuba is leading more people to flee to America. I've got an update. Fourth, a drought in China spells trouble for the green energy revolution in America. I'll share that connection. Finally, some good news out of Europe on their energy crisis, and people like you deserve some thanks. I'll explain shortly. As always, there's one last thing before I let you go. A question today from Gretchen in Waterloo, Iowa, about how the CIA taught me to face tough problems in life. But first, let's get started with our Big Five update. One year ago this week, America retreated from Afghanistan. And as we withdrew, the Biden administration made the choice to leave a whole bunch of military equipment behind. Now, this morning, we are getting a much clearer picture of what that was exactly. So the grand total, it turns out, is $7.12 billion worth of stuff. That's according to an inspector general for the Department of Defense who released that top line number earlier this week. And it gives us a snapshot of what the Taliban now has to work with. So of the $7.12 billion that we left behind, a little over $4 billion consists of tactical ground vehicles like Humvees and something called an MRAP. We also left behind about a billion dollars worth of military aircraft and a related 300 million in aircraft munitions. There's also another number that you should know, and it's a mouthful, 316,260. That's the number of small arms now sitting with the Taliban or on the black market. And that includes sniper rifles, machine guns, and grenade launchers. So those 316,000 plus weapons that we left behind, they are valued at $511 million. As this report came out this week, journalists have asked the White House repeatedly for comment, but they've said nothing. But perhaps we should keep in mind that on August 16th of last year, Joe Biden told the nation, quote, I do not regret my decision to end America's fight in Afghanistan, end quote. But perhaps he regrets the $7.12 billion that we left behind. Final note here, some of those 316,000 small arms can now be purchased in markets throughout the capital city of Kabul and in neighboring Pakistan. We have reporting that these weapons are being used in fights between rival Afghan tribes and by criminal gangs throughout the region. We expect the fallout from that to last decades. Your second update this morning, some bad news, unfortunately, in the war for the South Pacific. Now, if you recall, this topic has been the focus of a series of different briefs on who will retain influence over key South Pacific island nations. Will it be the United States or China? Because both are competing for allies. But if China wins, it could spell big trouble for America in the event that we have an actual war with China. It'll help them reach all the way to Hawaii, God forbid. Well, of all the island nations that the U.S. and China have been courting, there's one that has been a particular concern for, well, us these past few months, and that's the Solomon Islands. 
A while back, they signed a security agreement with China, and Beijing now trains their police, plus they get some port access for ships to refuel. Well, unfortunately, there's been a new development in the Solomons, and it's not a good one for us. The Solomon Islands have announced that they will borrow $95.5 million from a state-owned Chinese bank to fund what they are calling a broadband infrastructure project. Now, this project will include 161 telecommunications towers built with Chinese technology provided by a company called Huawei and installed by a construction outfit called China Harbor Engineering Company. If the name Huawei sounds familiar, there's a reason. They have been banned by the U.S., the United Kingdom, and a bunch of others because their equipment is well known to allow Chinese spies to easily access and monitor any data that crosses that equipment. So once these towers are built in the Solomons, as early as next year, the government says, but probably closer to three years, well, at that point, Beijing will have effective control over the country's entire communication systems. And you now there are ways to deal with this, of course. Diplomacy is the preferable option. But our president may want to consider other, well, creative options after speaking with some of my former colleagues. They will have some good ideas, I promise. Finally, before we take a break, earlier this week, I briefed you on the record number of illegal migrants crossing over our southern border. We are on track to break 2 million people this year, and that is the highest number ever. We're getting some details on those numbers this morning, exactly who some of these folks might be. There's one group in particular that caught my eye, and it confirms my fears about how the crisis in Cuba could affect this country. So immigration officials stopped more than 175,000 Cuban migrants on our border since October. And that is a record number of people from Cuba, easily eclipsing the number who arrived during the last big migration crises in 1980 and 1992. The overwhelming majority of these Cuban migrants are single adults with some smaller numbers of families. Now, it's important to remember some history here. During that 1980 crisis, then-dictator Fidel Castro purposefully released people from mental hospitals and prisons, dumping them in the United States. I'm not hearing that same thing in this case, but I am absolutely watching for it. Regardless, you should expect to see these numbers increase perhaps dramatically over the coming months. And that's because of that recent fire at the Matanzas fuel depot that we've talked about before. But to recap, there was a lightning strike that hit a fuel tank and it burnt down some of the infrastructure at the port and it burnt up a lot of the fuel that fires the power plants. And that in turn has caused tremendous blackouts. Food and medicine are spoiling and people are becoming desperate. On a related note, the Cuban government announced that the Venezuelan government is sending crews to help rebuild that fuel depot. But even if that were to happen, it would take a very long time for the depot to become fully operational. Regardless, I'll keep you posted. With that, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I've got two more updates for you on this special edition of the President's Daily Brief. Hey there. You've heard me talk about the importance of lifelong learning before. I mean, you should never be too old or too busy to learn something new. Now, we all know time is our most precious commodity. And and I know that it can be difficult to find the time to study, to learn, to improve your knowledge. That's why I'm excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in some of the most important and enduring subjects. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses all available for free. Correct. 
I did say free. Look, sign up for the Constitution 101 course, The Meaning and History of the U.S. Constitution. In this 12-lecture course, you'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it's been undermined and under attack, frankly, for more than a century by those who believe it can be changed on a whim or who view the Constitution as a document that can be changed whenever progressive ideas become fashionable. The course is self-paced, so that you can start whenever and wherever. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Look, our country always needs more citizens who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedoms of the American people against the encroachments of an increasingly large and sprawling government. Go now to hillsdale.edu pdb to enroll. Check it out. There's no cost, and it's easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu pdb to register. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 Remembrance Across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Welcome back to the PDB and our Big Five update. I've got two more critical pieces of news for you this morning. First, earlier this week, I briefed you on Joe Biden signing the Inflation Reduction Act, which is really a slimmed down version of his previous climate change bill. Now, as you will recall, most of the funding for that bill, around $370 billion, will go towards the renewable energy industry that Biden and his supporters hope will replace the oil and gas industry. Well, over the past couple of months, I've shared challenges with you about how that renewable transition will likely go. So, for instance, offshore energy wind projects lack the ships and the crews to install them. The solar panels, meanwhile, are made with very dangerous materials that can leach into groundwater if you are not very careful. Plus, many of those panels are actually produced by slave labor in western China. But one thing that we haven't talked a lot about is batteries. And those batteries are very critical in helping to capture and distribute that renewable energy when, for example, the sun isn't out. You capture that energy during the day and the battery keeps an even flow at night. Well, the problem with batteries is that as of this moment, China is the world's leading battery producer. They also control a lot of the world's mines for things like lithium that's needed to make batteries. There are a lot of national security concerns and implications from all that, but now we have another wrinkle to add to our concerns, and that is Mother Nature. China is in the midst of a very severe drought in the Sichuan province, which is home to the manufacturing plants that create lithium compounds for batteries and polysilicon that's used in the production of solar panels. Well, the drought and the related heat wave have dried up the reservoirs and the stretches of rivers that, of course, create the hydropower to power all the manufacturing plants. And that has led to power outages and work stoppages at all those different locations. Again, plants that are the foundation for Joe Biden's renewable energy plans. 
Let me give you an example. The Contemporary Amperix Technology Company, it's in fact the world's top battery maker who produces lots of their products in Sichuan. They have shut down production throughout the weekend, probably into next week. And other batteries in that same area are reporting exactly the same. So for what it's worth, it's not just renewable energy companies that are affected. 70% of the steel mills in that area have shut down too, or started rationing production. There's also an aluminum smelter that decided to shut down for at least two weeks as well. So all in all, this will either make batteries more difficult to come by or make batteries much more expensive to purchase, or frankly, both. Regardless, it will have a chilling effect on Biden's solar farms and electric vehicles. I'll keep you posted. Finally this morning, some good news on the natural gas wars in Europe, and you deserve some thanks for it. So to refresh our memories on this, Russia has cut off Europe from most of its natural gas supplies. And without that gas, their power plants go offline, their companies shut down, and the economy of one of our greatest trade partners is thrown into crisis. Well, over the past couple of months, Europe has been in a desperate scramble to find alternative sources for their natural gas. First, to, of course, keep the lights on, but also to fill up their natural gas tanks before winter arrives. And that's because, well, winter is when people really want that natural gas. Demand skyrockets. Well, energy analysts have been very skeptical that the entirety of Europe could fill up all their tanks in time. But one country is actually managing, and it's a really important one. Germany announced a few days back that it had hit its national goal of its tanks being 75% full. And not only that, they actually hit it two weeks ahead of time. So the next goal is 85% full by October 1st and 95% full on November 1st. So this begs a question though, doesn't it? Where are they getting this new supply? And that is where you come in. The American oil and gas industry has been exporting record amounts of our liquefied natural gas to Europe, Germany most especially. Now, that has cut our supply here at home and pushed up our prices, but based on this data, it's allowing Europe to possibly save itself before winter. In other words, you and countless other Americans are paying the price of higher electricity bills and, for my farmers, higher fertilizer bills, all to keep Europe afloat because of the fallout from the war in Ukraine. Now, we should probably debate whether or not that's a good thing, whether that's acceptable. You know, America sacrificing so much for Europe. But in the meantime, somebody should say something to you. You know, thank you for what you're doing. Now, I don't know that anyone in Europe will do that, but at least now you know that you deserve a thanks. We'll be right back. In today's market, you may just decide to make your current house home sweet home for just a bit longer. I mean, with interest rates higher, staying in your current home, well, it looks a lot more attractive. But are your aging appliances in it for the long haul as well? It's an important question to consider and to be prepared for unexpected expense when that refrigerator, the dishwasher, your water heater, or some other system in the house decides to tag out early. That's where American Home Shield comes in. With AHS, you can protect what you don't expect, like a leaky faucet or a faulty water heater. This gives you more control when parts of covered appliances or home systems break, so an unexpected bill doesn't break the bank. Choose a plan that works for you and your budget, and then it's simple. When a covered item in your home breaks, just contact American Home Shield, and their trusted, qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. Right now, you can take $50 off 
Go to ahs.com slash Mike now to save $50. That's aah.com slash Mike for $50 off any plan. American Home Shield. Protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Hey, everyone. Mike Baker here. I tell you what. Let's talk phones. Or rather, let's talk phone bills. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting, isn't it? I know. But let me give you a tip. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, well, you're overpaying for wireless. But there is a solution. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of the big names. Now, that's a savings for the average family of almost $1,000 a year. And when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a Samsung 5G phone for free. That's right, I said free. No four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a Samsung phone built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. The qualifying plans start at just $35 a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com baker to claim your free brand-new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Go to puretalk.com baker to make the smart switch over to the cell phone company that I count on to save money. Pure Talk. Welcome back to the PDB, ladies and gentlemen. I've got one more thing for you before I let you go. A question today from Gretchen in Waterloo, Iowa. Dear Brian, did the CIA teach you any tricks about how to solve really tough problems? I'm wondering if you can tell us. Well, Gretchen, the answer is yes, but it's probably not in the way that you expect. So let me tell you a story. Years ago, I was posted abroad in a very, very poor country. And I was driving home from work when on the side of the road, I saw a group of men and their dog. As I got closer, I saw that the dog wasn't a dog at all. It was a man. His arms and his legs had been amputated. And he wrapped the stumps of what was left in towels. And then he placed those stumps in coffee cans that he had rounded the bottoms on. And that's how he got around. He got around on all fours using coffee cans as his limbs. And I will never forget that, Gretchen, as long as I live. That image is burned into my mind because it was horrifying. And yet there he was moving along in life with his friends. Now, I, I would see him later around town, still with his buddies living his life. So flash forward from that moment, six years, and I was in a bad accident. I was in a wheelchair for a while, had a little bit of a head injury, unfortunately, busted up my legs. And after many years of hospital visits and doctor's offices, my surgeon one day said, Brian, I think that we need to talk about amputation. And that is a very tough thing to hear. While deciding what to do, I thought a lot about that man that I had seen on the side of the road. And I thought a lot about what you're asking, Gretchen, about having problems and how to solve them. Now, the CIA had taught me a lot about preventing problems, you know, by being detail-oriented, uh, planning things out in advance, practicing your plan and how it could go wrong and then what you would do. The CIA also taught me about what to do when your plan goes belly up. For instance, let's say you are surrounded by bad guys and you need to devise a plan to get away quickly. The CIA taught me about that. So in other words, Gretchen, they taught me about operational problems, but not the life problems I experienced as I operated. 
such as, you know, whether or not to amputate your leg. But serving as a CIA officer and living life in all kinds of places abroad, I learned how to sort through my problems and decide how much energy to give each. Specifically, I learned that life tends to give us two kinds or two sets of problems. They're what I call big P problems, you know, capital P problems, and little p problems. So big P problems are those that you can't control. There's nothing that you can do to fix it. Something like, you know, pancreatic cancer. You know, you get that diagnosis and there's just not a lot you can do, no matter how hard you try. And then there are little P problems. Now, they're still hard, maybe expensive, totally exhausting, but they are still within your control to fix. So, Gretchen, how do we discern between big P and little p problems? Well, what that man taught me, that man on the side of the road with coffee cans for arms and legs, well, most everything in life is kind of a little p problem. I mean, think about it. That man had every reason to call his lot in life a big P problem and just give up. But he grabbed some coffee cans, he wrapped up what was left of his legs and his arms, and he made do. He chose to make it a little P problem. So that's what I know, Gretchen. Not what the CIA taught me necessarily, but rather what I learned along the way. And that is, sometimes solving problems is just deciding that it's not much of a problem at all. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. When looking at today's financial environment, it's clear that we're experiencing concerning economic shifts that could impact your retirement savings. We've got stubborn inflation, soaring interest rates, and astronomical debt that could drain their value. Now, the good news is that there is a time-tested way to protect your financial future, and that's gold and silver. American Hartford Gold can ship physical precious metals right to your door, or you can store your precious metals in a tax and penalty-free gold IRA. American Hartford Gold can help shield your wealth from this economic turbulence. Analysts predict that gold is set to hit all-time highs. If you've got retirement funds that you can't afford to lose, now is the time to call American Hartford Gold. They'll show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver, with amazing customer service and a buyback commitment. They pride themselves on top-tier products great customer service, and a commitment to customer satisfaction. American Hartford Gold has earned a five-star rating from thousands of reviews and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Use the promo code PDB, and they'll give you up to $5,000 of free silver on your first order. So call 866-292-2990 or text PDB to 998899. Again, that's 866-292-2990 or text PDB to 998899. Let's talk about shrubs. Okay, let's talk about shrubs and trees, not to mention bushes and really all plants in general. 
Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000, that's 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S. And we're not just talking about the great outdoors. They've got houseplants as well. And you can get adventurous if you want to and grow lemons, avocados, olives, fig trees right there. Fig, how about a fig tree inside your home? Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and ship directly to your door in one to two days. You order, and in one or two days, you got figs, olives, lemons in your house, and who knows what else outside your house. You can even speak to the specialists for a free consultation. They curated thousands of plants, so you can find the perfect fit for your specific climate, location, and needs. Seriously, that is a great idea, particularly for someone like me that lacks a green thumb. Now, whether you're looking to add some privacy, shade, or natural beauty to your yard, Fast Growing Trees is ready to help you make the right selection from their nursery. Right now, they have some of their best deals online, like up to half off on select plants and more. Listeners to my show get an additional 15% off when using the code PDB at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code PDB at checkout. Go now to FastGrowingTrees.com, code PDB. I'm telling you, this offer won't last forever. And tell them I sent you. 